I'm still working on it. Yeah, we all need to follow you. What about you, Sassy? I had a big birthday this year. <laughs> very outspoken. Very passionate about the things. Why do we need this again? I'm trying to understand. It makes no sense to me. But you know, the, yeah. you know I'm not a Brit, so I right. can't. Hey guys, it's your girl Basha, and today's Tuesday, so you know what's up. It's time for the Ask Basha video podcast. Listen, today I'm so excited. My, my, my commentary panel is packed with queens from all over the globe. That's what happens here every Tuesday. You don't know who's pulling up, but you know they're going to be fabulous. And today we, you know, as a part of our happiness series, we're discussing, does money make you happy? And I can already hear some of you all. So to quote Ariana Grande, is happiness really the same price as red bottoms? I don't know. You tell me. And of course, some of you home right now saying, hell yes. And if your money not making you happy, sign me up, write me a check, and send it all to me. Well, not so fast. Not so fast. You hear me? So here to break it down for you, I'm joined by some amazing queens from around the world. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five of us. In the center, actually, let me go in order. Oh, yeah, and I'm in the order. No, in the center. Let's go to the top right. We have the African queen herself, Mrs. Maua Moshe Alain. Maua is a public health specialist who is currently serving as a biostatistician at a pediatric hospital research department. She's Tanzanian and she's also an African print designer who uses her passion for African print to change the narrative about Africa. Her work is available on YouTube under Ma Afri Styles and you can follow all her social platforms, but we talk about social platforms later. We're saying welcome back to Canadian superstar, Mrs. Alana Avis is in the building. I've missed you, Queen. Alana was raised in Montreal, Quebec by Trinidadian, Trinidad and Tobagoian parents. She's a cybersecurity risk executive and a fitness enthusiast who loves a good effortless fashion moment. Currently, she's also venturing into entrepreneurship, building an e-commerce brand rooted in wellness. Uh, <clears throat> we'd also like to welcome back to our panel, Miss um, Leslie-Ann Bailey is in the building <laughs> and you know that Leslie Ann Bailey is also, um, Leslie Ann Bailey, I have to tell you, I'm not seeing your bio today. <laughs> but I'll tell you. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, so Leslie Ann Bailey is an occupational therapist, one of the leading ones in DC. She went to Howard University and she's just a, an entrepreneur and a boss and she's a regular on this podcast. And I messed up, so I'm in trouble after this podcast. <laughs> We would also like to welcome for the first time to our panel, Ms. Divya Gulati Chopra. And Divya is an Indian American. She has a BSc in finance and accounting. She has held professional positions with Citibank India, among others. Today, she's a successful female entrepreneur, stay-at-home mom, social media guru, and she has used the digital platform to help her grow her successful ethnic jewelry and clothing business. Divya is, has called Atlanta, Georgia, her home for the past 15 years. In 2020, she made a brave move to start her online business at the beginning of the pandemic. 
She admits things did not look good for the venture initially. However, she used her background in finance and knowledge of social media to transform her online business and create an exponential growth in sales. Ladies, welcome to our happiness series. I love seeing my ladies on a Tuesday. What I love about this is that I just don't, well, I should say the viewers don't know who's pulling up. I know who's pulling up and I know that they're all fabulous. So welcome. Hello. Thank, Hello. You. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, this is our happiness series and we are talking about does, the topic today is does money make you happy? And we're going straight to DC. We're going to Leslie and Bailey since she's the only woman in the panel Who's bio? I forgot. And um, <laughs> she also attended the same alma mater as our vice president, Mrs. Kamala Harris. Yes, Howard University is in the building. All so right. we're, we're starting with a Howard Thank alumni. You. Leslie and Bailey. Well, does money well, make you happy? <laughs> uh, I, I, my answer to that is no, unfortunately. I, I'm sure that that won't be a, a you know, most people would think money should make you extremely happy, but for mm -hmm. me, it's not. It's not my. It's not the root of personal happiness for me, or or satisfaction. Money has its importance in in terms of being able to sustain a lifestyle that I like. Mm -hmm. um, however, just it's not uh, total happiness for me. I, you know, I, I, I'm one of these people who you know service is is, is innate for me, and and that's part of the reason why I'm I'm in the profession that I'm in, and. Just so it's it's a more of a labor of love, and it's not something that I necessarily have, have done to make a lot of money. So I just feel like, in terms of happiness, and and just being able to just give of myself and to help others and to be of service, that's what matters to me. Okay, so not money, ladies. I hear that. So let's let's go let's go around the world. Now we're gonna go touch down in India. <laughs> Divya, oh. you're a freshman to this panel. Welcome. Right. I'm so glad you're joining us. Thank you so much. It's an Shoot. honor. Thank you for having me. Shoot. Uh, money does make me happy. Partly, like uh, Leslie said, <laughs> that uh, it it's making me happy because the day I started off online doing my venture, growing my venture following my passion and I have grew gradually mm -hmm. um, and I am happy about it and converting my passion into a small business and making money out of it. It does make me happy, but like Leslie said, partly I would say, cause I would like to give it back to the society cause I am getting it. So I would love to give it back to the society, help people who need it mm -hmm. to survive. So that's what make what make me would make me really happy if I'm able to you know con contribute towards the society, help others, and bring others uh, up in whatever way. So I get that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So I would so, say partly. Partly. Yeah. So now we're going to Africa. Let's see how the Africans <laughs> think about this. Tanzania, to be specific. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I thought the Indians were going to say, yeah, as money makes me happy. <laughs> let's see how the Africans think about it. How about you, Maua? Elaine? Wow. Well, I'm really happy to be here, first of all, to have this conversation because it's always, it's always an interesting conversation. Yes. You know, um, well, money is important. You know, mm -hmm. I, and I'm, I'm thinking of what my mother used to tell me. Make sure you use money and don't let money use you. Mm. So, smart smart and, mother. Absolutely. And that <laughs> always rings in my head. 
So for me, money is is not what brings me happiness. You know, happiness for me is a state of being. Mm. But um, money is important. So what levels? I think we'll probably talk about it. But um, so money in, in on itself, no. But it's not to be dismissed. Money is important because money brings opportunities. Money opens mm -hmm. doors to different things. Money gives you experiences. So, but does that really give me happiness? No. Well, let's go to Canada now. Let's see what Canada has to say about Well, this. I mean, I'm back. And I think She's I'm back. on the same page as the other ladies. Uh -huh. um, I would say that, I mean, it's kind of silly for you to say money doesn't make you happy. Because at the end of the day, the world that we live in without money, it's very hard to just put a roof over your head, put mm -hmm. food in your mouth, etc. So money doesn't make me happy. What money actually does for me is allowed me to live my life on the terms that I want to, and it's a big stress reliever, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really about the the, the it, money is my stress reliever, and I live my life on my own terms. That doesn't mean that I'm flying around the world, but allows me to um, choose the professions I want to do, not do buy what I don't want to buy <laughs> or what I want to buy, you know? So it's not really, yeah. so basically nobody is really going to dictate my life yeah, I can dictate my own avenue, you know, and I'm a very much a person of service as well. So for me, what really makes me happy is doing things for others or teammates, etc. Mm -hmm. That's really where I get my happiness from. You know, I've yeah. made I've made this and I've made this and I can say in every one of those yeah. ranges, I've been unhappy. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. Okay. Um, on that point, I want to go back to DC. I want to go back to Leslie and Billy because one of the things I, I deliberately started with the question and not with the main topic of I think it's very important if we're going to talk about happiness to talk to define what happiness means to you. So the panel last week, they were very, very um very clear on what happiness means to them. I mean, for me, I'll tell you up front is doing what I love when I want, where I want, with whom I want, whenever I want, however I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Leslie and Billy? What, how do you define happiness? Just for me, just being in a state of peace, mm. just being able to not worry about things, mm -hmm. right? I, just being able to be around loved ones mm -hmm. brings me happiness. Mm -hmm. um, and as you said, I do agree being able to, to do the things that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, without it being a hardship mm -hmm. so yeah that would make me happy yeah yeah and it in, in my version if somebody listens to it carefully they will really understand what it means because i said doing what i want doing what i want also means being of service to others tidying mm -hmm. helping mm -hmm. the food bank helping st jude helping i want to be able to do what i want it don't mean Absolutely. that i want to do it for myself right yeah so what about you moa I resonate with what you said and what uh, Leslie shared too. I think it's a lot of it is the state of being, being in the in the. It doesn't matter where I am. I could be in a war zone. I could be in a state mm -hmm. of being that is at peace within mm -hmm. myself. And mm -hmm. and I think that to me is important. And being there, I'll do anything to be in that state of being, whatever I need to do. And I think out of that comes out. It's almost mm -hmm. like. When you're in that state of being, you're able to to do a lot, to give yourself to mm -hmm. to um, do things even without being paid back. 
That's you right. Know, again, I always go, I go to my mother again. She's she was very influential in my life. She always say, you know, give and walk away. Mm. So, yeah. so you can't really do that if you're not happy and yeah. content. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yourself, so. That's so true. So true. So what about you, Divya? How would you define happiness? Uh, I think it's very subjective. It's different for everyone. For me, mm -hmm. um, I think following my passion, doing what I love mm -hmm. makes me happy. Small little things like watching my kids, being with my family, watching my mm -hmm. kids grow every year. Yeah. You know, when they're, especially when they're throwing their tantrums, their behavior is <laughs> changing every single day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's happiness, you know, small little things, being around with my family, mm -hmm. especially after pandemic. Yeah. You, we spent so much time together. My husband used to travel a lot, like Monday through Thursday. And then mm -hmm. after that, since March last year, we've been home together. Yeah. Less social events, you know, more family yeah. time. So that's what makes me happy. Yeah. Apart from that, my jewelry and my clothing business took off. That is making me happy. happy. Small little things when that's I the money. That's exactly. the money. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm making money by following my passion. Not everybody right. is able to do it. Yeah. Doing what I love and yeah. converting it into a small venture, a small business, and making being able to make money out of it is happiness it's happiness and that's all i think personal front on a personal front but being part of a community if mm -hmm. i'm able to contribute towards another woman uh, who's trying to follow her passion and mm -hmm. bring her up in whatever little way you know mm -hmm. i think i can go to bed peacefully and very happily i can sleep mm -hmm. at peace so yeah that's what for me happiness i like that i like that what about you alana avis how would you define happiness um, I said it earlier, it's really living life on my own terms. So having been uh, subjected to a lot of structure in corporate America for a long time, what makes me happy right now is for me to be mm -hmm. able to have the choice to do what I want to do and whom I want to do with. You know, and with the pandemic as well, what we're talking about, I really, mm -hmm. what started to really make me happy is reconnecting with people that you don't have, my friends and my family, but those mm -hmm. are people that you don't have to explain yourself to. Everything is nice, mm -hmm. we help each other out, um, and we all support each other, whether mm -hmm. it's family, work, ventures, entrepreneurship, et cetera. And that's yeah. what's really making me happy right now, is mm -hmm. to know that I have a strong circle of Beautiful. friends and family who mm -hmm. were just doing, helping each other. That's no right. questions asked. I love that. Yeah, we sh right, we yeah. call it in our family. We pull up. We show up for each yes. other. Yes, show know? up. We're, we're not gonna show up short. We show up for each other. Whenever you need it, I'm there. Exactly. That's happiness That's nice. too. That's I a form that. of happiness. Yeah. Um. So, one of the reasons I wanted to do this particular series and not just a show on happiness is for a very long time I recognized that um, unless happiness exists in whatever you're doing, it's not going to be successful. And that's mm -hmm. why perhaps I wrote a book, um, called, my book is called 30 Days to Lasting Happiness, available on amazon.com. You can even get it on Basha blog. Um, it was, it's a happiness journal and, and it came after a breast cancer diagnosis. One that I was really sure that when I looked at the years before me, I really wasn't getting it right. Something was wrong. It wasn't right. And I realized, Mm -hmm. Yes. I think Baja was just talking about just 
what makes us all happy. And I know she was going into her um, a little bit about her book, and you know, and I just I, I do agree. If unless you're happy, you're honestly not yes. going to be able to be successful in many things, and, and just not only successful in in your your entrepreneur entrepreneurial ventures, but just mm -hmm. also just in your relationships with family Correct. and friends. Correct. And, 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 and I, I I feel like we have we have to have a podcast that's very successful like this with women yeah. around the world. Then we could talk about anything we're trying to do, but yeah. if we're not coming to it through the eyes of happiness and gratitude, we're mm -hmm. gonna fail. Right. Full stop. Right. If happiness is not present, relationships don't last. If you're not happy going to that dead end job or whatever, you're not gonna stay there. Most people stay in the jobs they love. For, you know, I, I think I, I, I put a quote that I created today saying that, you know, you can't, you can't put a price on, on happiness but you could you could you can something like that I, I don't remember exactly what i said but if you can check the article you check bashapowell.com mm -hmm. so you you could be in a in a terrible job at a high price but huh. you could enjoy happiness for a low price and it means everything it's going to lengthen your days it's going to prevent you from having lifestyle diseases etc etc so upon, upon coming to that realization i'm like no we need to do a series here for our ladies we need to check in mental wellness check make sure that we all identify that this is where every business venture every lasting relationship everything starts so if something is all right press a button reset so this this new series was kind of like a reset for me because not because you said like hey i'm going to be happy it means that all forces around you is working in the same going in the same direction as you you know, sometimes you have to make hard decisions to reclaim your happiness. I don't know if you feel me. So I arrive at a place in my life where I would say that I am gangster about my happiness. No compromise, no ransom needed, nothing. If, if I'm to live or if I'm to be alive, I have to be happy. Because if I'm not happy, I'm not living. I'm just alive. And... Um, I'm a woman of a particular stage and age. I enjoy the finer things in life. And I can't say that money doesn't make me happy. What I can say, and, and, I'll, and I'll refer to you, I can say that it can help me maintain happiness. So it doesn't make me happy, mm -hmm. but it doesn't make me unhappy either. <laughs> right. But it helps me to maintain happiness because once I go find my inner goddess, get myself together, and I'm able to experience lasting joy. Mm -hmm. When money arrives at my doorstep or in my bank account, more precisely, mm -hmm. I'm able to have the clarity and the peace that I need to enjoy my money and allow others to enjoy it with me. Is that a, is that a, yeah. a fair yeah. position to have, ladies? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times also, mm -hmm. though, it takes some time to actually we've talked about what makes us happy and even that was a little bit broader but sometimes it's it takes a lot of work to really determine what really it is that makes you happy correct you know so that in itself is a process that correct we, because sometimes we get lost and we yeah, don't really know you don't know and you're you know you, yeah so i think that 
that's important to do the work to figure out what really makes you happy in the first and, place. And our therapist, our um, licensed therapist, will be back to wrap up the series with some of those steps to take the steps to. Okay. That's very important to know because you're right. Some people just don't know. It could be, as I said last week, happiness could be staring them in the face and they just don't know. They remember, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And, and some people also don't realize the part they play in making others really unhappy because yeah. it feels very normal to them. This is how they operate. It's like operating on a particular frequency. And I can't ask somebody who's operating at this level to not understand that, hey, I ain't got time for that. You know, I need to operate on this level. They're not going to understand it. Until you have been 30,000 feet in the air, you'll never know what it feels like. <laughs> right. You know, so for me, I, um, growing up as a little girl in the Caribbean, I also felt that when I grow up, I'm going to be rich and I'm going to have a lot of money and I'll, I'll live happily ever after. Well, 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 that is not altogether true. It doesn't work that way. And I found out the hard way, having left university, you know, we all go and have these fancy degrees and we have this idea as to how our life is going to turn out and it, it, everything on the inside comes out by the time you, you arrive at that stage. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. um, so my question, would you agree that the lack of money can certainly make you unhappy. Mm. That's a trick there. <laughs> and I'm heading to India on that one. Um, Largest population and high poverty. Yes. And that is true. Lack of mm -hmm. money can actually lead to unhappiness. Because mm -hmm. then you're struggling to survive, support your mm -hmm. family, support your kids. Because right now, I think at this part, everybody wants to put their kids in nice schools, have good education, give them good education, everything that they desire. If you don't have that much money, it eventually you would be unhappy. So money is definitely very important to have a certain life, kind of lifestyle. So it's, it's a maintenance we're talking about. That's why it maintains maintenance. happiness. Yes, <laughs> it maintains happiness. But again, if you're giving back to the society, you are making money and giving back to the society, that gives you, I think, you feel content, you feel satisfied mm -hmm. that you are making money and then you're giving it back also. But without money, I think eventually you'd, be, you'd end up being unhappy. Yeah. And uh, how, well, how do you feel about that, Moa, Elaine? I mean, you know. Um... Mm -hmm. I think you. that's why I started in the beginning. I say money ha is, ne is necessary. Money is absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times um, it's hard. Uh, you, can find, you can find a happy person in poverty, yes. right? And they're there. There are examples of those. I know they are in my family. But you can also find a very unhappy person in the mansion. Mm -hmm. So, yes. mm -hmm. absolutely. So, so, it is so necessary to be able to provide for your family. Mm -hmm. And I think that gives that state of mind where you're like, okay, even though my family's needs are not as, you know, your, your family can be low up here or some other person is way up there, mm -hmm. as long as you can provide for your family, that is important. That's how I can't too. Say, right. I can't see how you can say money is not. If you if you don't have that money, you'll be struggling. You you're not happy. You you're unsettled. You're going to bed. You know, tired and worried, and that that can't be happiness. No. You know, so no. it's important. What do you think, Leslie and Billy? No, I concur. I absolutely agree. It's 
you know, the, the importance is there. And you're right. I love that you, you stated, um, Moa, that, you know, you can find someone who's in a mansion who's not happy. And, and then mm -hmm. you, know, you meet people who haven't, who are, you know, don't have the means, mm -hmm. but they're just you know, the most grateful people and mm -hmm. in their situation. Uh, maybe they haven't been exposed to other things, so they're content where they are. Um, but certainly it's, it's, it's needed and it's helpful and it can help us help, you know, money can assist a community in so many ways. So I, I do agree with that. Just, I don't want to cut you ladies, but just so you know, um, mm -hmm. all of a sudden the weather has changed drastically. <laughs> oh, yes. Lightning is yes. flashing a thunder. Yes. And yes. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to keep pressing on. All right? We're going to okay. be quick. All right. okay. um, so any of you ladies, can you, you know, we always tell people that we are authentic on this platform. Our ladies are vulnerable. We, we, we're not here to, to talk about things theoretically, like mm -hmm. and theoretically, and 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 behave like who me? Not me. I've never experienced unhappiness. I have experienced unhappiness, and I have had to time and time again be mindful of remaining in the happiness zone and and guarding my the energies around me. To, because you can be a happy person, and then you know they say birds of a feather hang yeah. out together. Mm -hmm. And um, then people bring their energies up in here and, and it mess you up and so on. I mean, have any of you, are any of you acquainted with this type of thing? And if any one of you has ever struggled with maintaining your happiness? We'll start with you, Alana Avis, since you didn't get the last question. Uh, yes, I have struggled with happiness. And I'll tell you one of my, it was really rooted in relationships, friendships, relationships. There was a point that I was very unhappy with the relationships that I had, and that was just trickling down mm -hmm. into my entire life. So I really had to work on that because yeah. it's making me extremely unhappy, like can't sleep, you know, mm -hmm. grinding my job. That because I I am very family and oriented and friends. So mm -hmm. you know, I that that to yeah. me was a yeah, and, so, and sometimes you have to draw the line you have in order to, to maintain happiness. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Mawalin? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So uh, I think for the times when I was really unhappy is when I was um, too far from my family. At one point in, in my life, I've always been the one going away, going yeah. to boarding school early on, going to, you know, the US yeah. early, you know, when I was still young. There was one particular point that really tugged in my heart. Is, um, my mother was not well and she had to be admitted. And my father was in, I think it's in Japan. And my other brother was in the UK. I was in the US with my other brother and nobody was close to home. And that brought a state of you know, depression, like mm -hmm. what's going to happen to my mother? Mm -hmm. And luckily her sister was there and her sister was a nurse. And she was like, y'all need to calm down. You can't, mm -hmm. she's going to be okay. But I think that that state of being, it made me understand when people are separated mm -hmm. from their loved ones, mm -hmm. it can bring such state of unhappiness, you know, and, and that can only really be filled by almost like the sense of knowing that it's going to be all right. Yeah. You're going to be united. And and that has never, you know, left. so I'm conscious every opportunity mm -hmm. I get yeah. to, to go to those reunions, to connect and yeah, to connect. call it one another, because that is yeah. really important, at least mm -hmm. in my life. 
yeah. those connections. I got that. And what about you, Divya? Uh, for me, the time I was really unhappy has been actually recent. Mm-hmm. Um, to it's been what is it, almost a month back, May twenty fifth. I lost my father due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that. Back back in India, he struggled for one mm-hmm. and a half months, and mm-hmm. he couldn't make it. So wow. I was. So that fear, that stress that I was not with him, he was in the hospital, so he couldn't yes. make it. He couldn't make it back home. And yeah. my mother and my father, they both, mom and dad, they both got COVID at the same time. Yeah. And I just feel, still feel every day, I can just cry about now. Yes, but, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Be strong. Yeah, my mom couldn't say bye. You know, she didn't have the closure. I didn't have the closure as a daughter. Yeah. My sister, she lives in London. She didn't have the closure. My brother, who was with them, was yeah. trying his level best day in, day out, trying to just, you know, make him feel better, doing yeah. video calls. He was in the hospital. We weren't allowed in the COVID, you know, um, in the hospital to visit. Uh, nobody yes. was allowed. So yeah. he was secluded. So that makes me really unhappy that when I, yes. when he left, he didn't have he was alone. any. Yeah. Yes. And we heard a he lot was, of stories like that yes. last year. So it yes. makes me sad as well, mm-hmm. you know? So that has been the most unhappy moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just just not not to not to represent your experience at all because I'm terribly terribly sorry for your loss and I don't understand what it feels like to lose somebody like that. But mm-hmm. what, what it symbolizes for me is that we come into this world alone. And most times we leave alone and every moment is precious. So it's very important to live your life for you. Make sure you are happy. Make sure whatever you have to do to fix whatever is going on. Make sure when you get up in the morning, your vision is a happy one that you like the life you are creating for you. It's very important for us to be able to do that and then execute success. Because tomorrow is not promise. Nobody saw COVID coming. And despite whatever is going on, if we're not happy, you know, I always say if I'm not happy, if I'm not making money and I'm not happy, it's not making sense. <laughs> Simple. Um, on a lighter note, um, I know that this is particularly for my sisters from the more traditional cultures, right? Um, as the song goes, no money, no love. What are your views in selecting a partner based on money? You know, in several cultures, I mean, a man in Iran, Kaya, let's put it, let me, let's face it, India, Africa, come on now. A, a, a partner is Iran, Kaya, um, if he is from an affluent family or if he has a, a, a profession that is almost guaranteed to make him money. Now we all know, I mean, I didn't grow up in Indian Africa, but um, we're descendants now from different, so you, you, you know, you have the culture is handed over. How mm-hmm. do you feel about that? Um, it, you know, let's, and I want to make reference to something that, no, let me, let you, you answer that for me first, and then I'll make reference to something Kim Kardashian said about where she's at mm-hmm. in her life. Um, Divya, we'll start with you again. Right. Um, is it important to you? Do you think that choosing a man who is basically impoverished um, results in some amount of unhappiness? And I want you all to be very honest with me because I'm going to be very honest with you <laughs> So choosing a partner who is financially stabilized and all that, 
mm-hmm. would agree um, it's important, but yeah. not fully. Again, not completely. For mm-hmm. me, it, according to me, in my point of view, I put respect and compassion a little higher than financial stability. Yeah. So if, you're, uh, if your partner is not compassionate or respectful towards you or your children or your family mm-hmm. or your parents, um, but has all the money in the world. Yeah. I think there would something still be missing in your life. You'd be yeah. happy. But I think there would be a part of you would not be really happy. So I think respect, I give a little bit, you know, um, it's just a little bit higher than a man being financially stable. It's important, very important, but respect is also, while growing up, I'll be honest, while growing up, I always dreamt of having a partner who's, you know, who's good, who's stabilized, who's financially nice. I always dreamt of, but I think after we got married, money was never be, be, was never mm-hmm. a problem. But I think it's just a respect. And I'm so thankful of my husband that I got a partner who is very respectful of his family, kids, of me, and treats me like a queen. Yeah. So I think that's what matters. So, okay. Yeah. I hear you. What about you, Alana Avis? Do you think it's important that your partner is able to bring money to the table when you're choosing uh, you know, a mate, a husband. Yes, I do. I mean, I do think that marriage is a relationship. It's a partnership. I do think that your significant other needs to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And in the world that we live in, money is, is something that you just need to survive. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they need to be a millionaire, but you need to bring mm-hmm. something in. And mm-hmm. to the point is the whole respect and and being compassionate, having empathy, like you need some soft skills that comes with your paycheck. Because I'll 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 overlook a couple zeros for yeah being, respect you know, the queen of the kingdom. That's right. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I feel that. I feel that. What about what about you, Leslie Amini? Do you think that it's important when a woman is looking for a husband or her family is looking for the husband for depending on the culture you come from? Mm-hmm. Um that money is a money and the ability to earn well is an important criteria to be considered on that list. Yes, financial stability is important. Uh-huh. And, and what's also important to me, you know, is the possibility of having that drive, that inner drive, just because you're able to, if you can't, if you don't have it under a certain profession, you're still able to, uh-huh. to provide for the family, provide for yourself. And, you know, Maybe mm-hmm. in a similar fashion, be able to follow your, your dreams and, mm-hmm. and and materialize those dreams into uh, some financial outcomes that can take care of things. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Drive. Drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive. Yeah. Regardless of your money. Ambition. What is ambition? Tell us. Stay down to school, ladies. Get to school. <laughs> Young ladies who are unmarried, are you hearing the criteria right now? Huh? <laughs> Mahua Ali, let's hear what the Africans have to say about this. <laughs> They'll be like, bring the cows, bring the, the money. <laughs> the dowry. <laughs> bring the dowry. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, I think within the culture, it was a protective way of making sure that the, the daughter doesn't just go and, and become, you know, not being taken care of. Mm-hmm. This is someone's child. Mm-hmm. So you have to prove that you are able to take care of this child. 
Mm -hmm. And I mean, my husband's from Trinidad, you know that, it's mm -hmm. uh, Diana's uh, brother. But um, he himself went through the same process. Mm -hmm. So he went through paying, but it wasn't the same like if it was an African man, you know. Right, but he had but to, to pay to some extent, Yeah, to that? some extent, you Do had you call to it pay. as well? Huh? Do you call it dowry in, Af in Africa? Yes. <laughs> and you call it dowry in India too? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you it's see, still there. You see what I tell you all that we dowry. We're from different parts of the world and the culture is still the same. Yes. And it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. And they put a lot of importance to that. Of course. Yeah. And, so and, and the it's thing. the other way around though. I don't know. Um, do you have to pay for the guy? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Oh, no. So yeah. I, yeah. the guy it's pays the, the girl. Other way yeah, you see? So African mm -hmm. women don't joke, you pay for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, the, and the more education she has, the more the dowry and all of those things. And if you're coming from a prominent family. So but at the end of the day, I think to echo what the other ladies have mentioned, respect, but the greatest I find to me is ambition. Yeah. You know, um, and I can resonate this. I'm happy to share. My husband, um, when we were getting very, very young, and he was just finishing school, and he's a physical therapist, and I, he wasn't working, I was working. Mm -hmm. So, but you could sense the drive in mm -hmm. him, and mm -hmm. now he has his own business. And mm -hmm. he, so, so to me, the importance of that ambition when you marry that with respect mm -hmm. right and he doesn't he 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 does he always tells me this you know some honey i don't mind if you make more money than me mm -hmm. but you know i might want to make sure that i take care of you that's and right he, and he will take care of everything that's How right you will make sure so i think to me yeah is that is their personality what it is that is driving that yeah and they will be able to finance whatever ambitions that they have and they just need a supporting person yeah. to kind of you know, say you want this i'm here to support however we're going to make it work and we just move along together so well, listen right. i'm just gonna keep it real with you queens for me is no romance without finance right <laughs> don't tell me where you're going show me where you're going right so that's the ambition and you better know how to talk to me so you better <laughs> put some respect on it r-e-s-b-e-t Right. I, I want I want everything. This is about the most important thing. But there's no most important thing when you yeah, want to marry want to me. I want it all because guess yeah, what? Man. You know why? You know why? I read your resumes and your bios, and, and that's just a synopsis at the at the top of our program. Because we as women, we have to make sure we put our worth in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't feel worthy, ain't nobody gonna see how worthy we are. And if we start dating and we and at the start of the of, of the relationship, you're compromising already. I compromise. Okay, well, he don't have this. Check. Let's scrape that off. Okay, well, he ain't have this. Oh, well, I could deal with this then. Oh, he don't have it either. All right. Well, at least he have this. You see when you start to talk about at least he has this? I think that's kind of a problem, yes. That's a part of the problem. Because like, just just a just a small bit of advice. I don't know how long you all queens are married, but I'm touching 20 years in a few months, okay? Mm. And however, and you know, my, my guy treats me like a queen. However, sometimes I have to remind him to treat me like a queen, right? <laughs> so if he starts off treating you like a present, <laughs> what's gonna happen after 20 years? Nope, nope, nope. I'm always there to remind my husband of what I'm worth whenever he seems to be sleeping because he says he will <laughs> never forget. But 
It's very important. I mean, I'm, you might, I might sound like I'm joking, but ask Leslie, I'm really, I'm very serious. She's serious. I know. <laughs> I, know. I can tell. Very serious. Right. Now, now, for those of you listening on the Ox Barsha podcast, you say, well, this woman around materialistic. No, I'm not. I'm a ride or die. I'm a ride or die woman because I'm always focused on a man who, who can show me where he's going. So along mm -hmm. the 20 years, we've had many experiences. You know, we've been millionaires and we've been not millionaires and we've lost money and we've made money and, and I've been there. However, if we lost our money and he just went and sleep exactly. and, <laughs> and he on the couch watching me and saying, like, what are you doing today? We don't have a problem. Okay. <laughs> Right. You can't teach ambition, you know. You can't no. teach ambition. And as Mawa said, it doesn't matter to me whether I make more money than my husband or he makes more money than mm -hmm. me. Because after 20 years, let me tell you something. The courts will tell you, oh, we have any lawyers on this panel? Oh, no, one person married to one. All money is under the same household. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. community money, right? So it don't matter who brings it in the check. It just matters that a man wants to treat his woman right, take her on a date, respect her, treat her like a queen. You know, I said to somebody recently, when, when I, I was sharing with them, like, yeah, well, I've been married 20 years this year. And she's like, oh, how you do that, boy? I said, because every time that man sees me, he makes me believe that there's nobody else in the world that he wants to be mm. with. Beautiful. Mm. The day I stop feeling that, well, I go on. <laughs> <laughs> But he knows if money is important, we must have to we have to make the Benjamins because mm -hmm. how are we gonna go on a date and a, and, and a nice <laughs> vacation to keep being in love? That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, Let's keep it real. You all yeah, are trying to take your life. Yeah. yeah. Because you just reminded me of when I was dating my husband. I was like 20 years. That time I was 20 years old. I got married when I was 21. Mm -hmm. And he used to ask me, what do you look for when you're, when you're dating somebody? What do you look mm -hmm. for that person? Mm -hmm. Like, I might be dating a very handsome, very good looking, very respectful guy, but... Mm -hmm. Money is important. At the end of the day, if money, you're not, money and hygiene it, is important. Exactly, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So if you are not able to provide my family, me and my family, love will mm -hmm. eventually disappear. Okay. In three mm -hmm. or four years, it's gonna Gone. disappear. It's, it's gonna, gonna disappear. Yeah, and the problems yeah. would come in. So uh, financial yeah. stability, I do agree, is very, very important. You mm -hmm. want your man to be independent, making mm -hmm. good money. Mm -hmm. And supporting the family. And, and it affects him. So money is important when choosing is, a partner right. to it find is. happiness. Let's yes. just put it on the table. <laughs> yes. We, we all agree, correct? Agree. We all agree. Yeah. <laughs> important. Yeah. It is very it's important. It may not make important. you happy, but it's extremely important. That's yes. right. That's you will right. make you unhappy. Yes. <laughs> mm. yes. It will make you unhappy. You're right. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. AT&T played with me today. They just keep knocking me out. <laughs> Can an AT&T representative come to my house? <laughs> um, I want to I wanna sound off on a few things, and I want to hear what you ladies have to, for a wild card segment. I want to hear what you ladies have to sound off on today. Um, you know, there are a lot of people tripping in this world, and sometimes we just have to sound off. Mm -hmm. And we'll start with Mawalin. What are you sounding off on? Okay, well, I'm going to sound off on something related to African print. Mm -hmm. So as um, some of you know, some of your audience, if they've listened to the past, have heard that I have uh, um, products that I put under my Afri-Styles. And these are mainly like um, African print. But my thing is that as, as people learn more of African print, we come to a realization that 
Mm -hmm. Most of our African prints are outside, are made outside the continent. Really? Because, mm -hmm. So when I found out that information, of course I got a little mad and I said, wait a minute. You mean like in China? African print is made in China? Some in China, but most of it in the Netherlands. What? And there's a, there's a history about it. Yes. There's a history about it. And it all started when they were making these different prints and they were trying to ship it to Indonesia and the far east. But they, they stopped in Ghana and the, the coast. And they found out that all these prints, you know, people start loving them and they were unique. Of course, we all, you know, African people love unique styles and they started using them. And then from then on, they started designing them specifically for the African market, which is slightly no. different from the Far East market. So, no, 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 no. I mean, like, I don't want to go into a lot of detail. So, this so, is you, why... so you mean that I know they take the slaves, they take the prints too? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> the redeeming, but the redeeming part, I want to leave it in a positive note. Okay. The redeeming part is that they are still um, unique materials that are made within the continent. Yeah. And that's really what my focus is with my but please uh, show us some of those because I don't right. want any kind of fake African prints. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh my gosh, this yes. is to me was a little painful. Yeah. But so it kind of gave me a drive and said, you know what? I'm gonna slow. I love the African print. I still I'm I'm not gonna lie, I still get my Ankara prints. Don't from, don't get me twisted. From the <laughs> no, 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 from, from the from the continent. At least bring business back okay. to the people okay. in the continent who are, who are distributing. Them. Good job, good job, good job. <laughs> All right, I hear that. So to, yes, but at the same time, I want to make sure I promote the materials that are actually being produced in the continent. Continents. I know in Tanzania, they are actual um, infrastructure and industries that are producing what we call kanga, vitenge, yes. you know, bazes and different materials. Mm -hmm. and that's what I, I sell on my uh, on my, on my styles. Yes, my happy style. So go support the queen. Red, red yeah. <laughs> yes. Leslie and Billy, what are you sounding off on today? We're gonna we have to wrap up soon. Yes, yeah. so apparently the very talented and handsome Michael B. Jordan has decided to diversify his portfolio to include rum. Okay. But he named the rum Juve. What? And a lot of people are a little upset about it. But, but there's a lot of cultural appropriation going on right now. Yes, yes, I don't like but, it. No, I don't mm. like it. As, as a Trinidadian, and I know mm. a lot of you all have Trinidad husband, this, yes. that, that, that. I just don't mm. like it. Michael mm -hmm. B. Jordan, stop it right now. <laughs> back, back. Right. So. No, 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 no. We don't like that. That is Many not right. Many line. He's out of line. Yeah. Juve is reserved for Trinidad and Tobago Carnival. <laughs> Full stop. If there's anybody to put a rum called Juve, it's Trinidad it's and Tobago. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Moving right along. We're mm. going to India now. Please. Right. Did you don't tell me anybody is misappropriating Indian culture. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so it's going to be regarding my fashion jewelry. The, okay. The, the um, you know, yeah. the products I deal in. Mm -hmm. I just want to appreciate that no matter how beautiful pieces we show, showcase, yeah. and I'm just the source. Right mm -hmm. now, if I, I'm getting this opportunity and so many people would be watching, I just want to appreciate all the craftsmen that are putting day in, day out yes. their effort. 
yeah small little elements you know it takes so much energy so much effort yes. like i would just show you you have any right, small you piece. You have anything on you yeah yeah wow. so this is i don't know if you all can see it but mm -hmm. yes. so Beautiful. this is is it's called mop mop mother of pearls you must must have mm. you know heard of it mm -hmm. it's a natural gemstone that comes from the inner lining of the shell mm. that's that come from the sea ocean is that what, in the hyderabad area hyderabad or where they have all the pearls the special you know? yes so this is like a, they they flatten it the, the way they do it it's flat smooth yes and a lot of work goes in and then they would put all the cubic zirconia it's about the plating it's not like just mm -hmm. assembling so many things together yeah so i'm just the source i see their posts I well see i have the to tell you that i yeah. can speak of on in indian craftsmanship firsthand as well and yeah. they work so hard for very they work little, so hard for, for very, very little. little so that's yeah. something i would love to bring it up that those yeah. guys without them i don't think i would be where yeah. i am right now so i would correct. like like to give all the credit to those people that's right the craftsmen yeah yes craftsmen so yeah. they are extremely talented creative people and women <laughs> and yes women and we're just the source yeah to yeah. get to get the stuff beautiful stuff to my and my clients yeah and yeah no so. i i feel that and i appreciate that and we want to say a show a special shout out to the indian craftsmen yes. and women yes yeah. what about you alana Avis? what are you sounding off on okay i'm going to sound off today on health and fitness this is oh. very live and direct because yes. i love all my peoples and i want everybody to be healthy yeah so the thing with this health and fitness journey you know it's especially during the pandemic everybody has really put a focus on it and i mm -hmm. love to see that mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit over the top but have you all ever seen her but i did uh, sink. Uh -huh. so but what i will say i'm sounding off because what i want is people to see results so at the end of the yes. day the number one tip i have to say is it doesn't matter if you're eating salad or french fries if it's a thousand calorie salad or a thousand calorie french fries if Stick you don't to burn more than a thousand calories you're not going to see any results oh. so this healthy eating requires yes. me to actually burn some calories so thank you for making me feel bad about the ice cream i had before. <laughs> no that's fine just take two extra steps no i'm gonna walk three miles this evening if the weather stops hold the on weather. very good yeah, yeah but yeah. i'm just saying everybody always says they eat healthy right but the thing is is that even for me during the pandemic i was eating healthy but i was eating more than i was burning so at the end of the day mm -hmm. i still ended up being unfit or less fit than i was before so mm -hmm. just a little yeah. reminder oh thank you for the tip you know you are the fashion queen and the fitness enthusiast yeah. and so we, we and you have you get the results so tell you you know something about what you're doing you know i just want to remind you all to go follow all these queens on their respective social platforms you can tell i am an at basha powell and on facebook i'm at basha tv but you can find everybody's um social handles within the article associated with this broadcast but you can tell them quickly where to find you starting with my work so you can find me at myafristyles.com or if you go to youtube you can search for myafristyles or at um sorry there's something flying here <laughs> at um uh what's the other one i'm, I'm blanking out but they'll see it in the article Div yes Div divya uh-huh <laughs> I, on Instagram, you can find me at uh, store underscore Revaz, R-E-V-A-A-Z. Mm -hmm. And Facebook, if you just look it up as R-E-V-A-A-Z, you would find, uh, you know, women's clothing and jewelry store. So you would find me there. 
Okay. I don't have a website yet, but it's coming slowly. soon. It's coming soon. Yes, mm -hmm. we're getting there. So working on it. So okay. But yeah. Got you. Leslie Ann Bailey. Oh, I'm on IG at eyebrows72. All right. And Alana Avis, you are? On IG and at beautybfly dot, uh, no, not dot anything, at beautybfly. And from a professional perspective for cybersecurity risk management, you can find me on LinkedIn under Alana Avis. Hey, I see y'all. And let me just tell you guys that we are always sounding off. Every Tuesday, don't forget to look at us well, we're on iTunes, Spotify, BashaPowell.com, and on YouTube, which we don't promote enough. We are at Basha Powell. You know, we have such a tremendous platform and all the other platforms. I don't think that I promote that enough for you to look at this podcast. But we are always here, giving to you live. We're very authentic. The queens show up, and they are always ready to spill the truth. Um, before we go, I just want to... I wish I can chat with you ladies some more, but all good things must come to an end. And the reason we created this podcast, as women, we have an obligation to teach women how to treat each other, to lift each other up, instead of being taught to tear each other apart because of race, color, creed, class. Everybody has the right to happiness. It's never too late to push that button and press reset. Happiness can not be rehearsed. It's not fake, you know? When you are committed to maintaining happiness, you have to be brave. You will have to say yes to your life. And it means sometimes saying no to other people. The people mm -hmm. who truly love you will understand. If you are alive and you're not happy, you're not living. It's not your job to fix everybody. Remember to be careful what you say about each other because it takes one to know one. It's your girl Basha. It's all love, positive vibes. You know, happiness heals. And don't forget when you're looking for that guy, <laughs> Drive. Ambition. 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 And, a, and some coins will work, you know? <laughs> you know? You, you need to get that money, honey. All right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. i see you guys next week. That's a wrap. It was amazing. Don't forget Thank to you. follow us all on our respective social platforms. Love you guys. Bye. Mm -hmm. Ciao.